They're scary quick bites, folks. These bites are quick and they're scary. Welcome to I Was Scared 2 presents Scary Quick Bites with me, Mr. Movies. And me, Kid Cinema. This is a fun squibby we got on hand, right? (laughs) Isn't it, Kid Cinema? (laughs) Yeah, it's a fun squibby. Because we're not alone. No. I mean, we're all alone in this world. Well, but sure. today, we're not alone. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-oh. Quite the opposite. We're joined by a wonderful friend, a, 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 a pal we've collaborated with a number of times over the years. It's Bill Whedon. What's up, Bill? How you doing, guys? What, what, what does squibby mean? I, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Scary quick bites. It's sort Scary of a parody quick. of there's a new streaming app called Quibi. Okay. That's like Quick Bites, which is like only available on phones, and they're like short videos, and it's not doing well. It was started so, by Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yeah, we're kicking them while they're down, pretty much. That, that, that name I do know. I, yeah, uh, yeah. All, all the rest is generational. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and they, they keep claiming like, well, it would have been success. We, we're making content for people who are on the subway. They're driving to work, but... Because of the pandemic, no one's no one. going to work. <laughs> wow. uh, also, squibs, you know, is when you get put up to get blood sh- shot out of you. So, you know, horror right, movies. Squib- right. Have you ever been squibbed? I think so, though I couldn't tell you it paid me. What, 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 what happens when you get squibbed? It, it's a, they hook up like blood bags to you. And then if somebody like shoots you in a movie, they blow off the little explosive. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like- yeah, you mean like like in a movie? Where, yeah. Where, where, yeah, right. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. You've been squibbed? I've I've been I've I've had blood scenes. I mean, I've, oh, oh hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I've been I've been shot. I've been I've been electrocuted. I've wow. been <laughs> strangled. I think, and I I played four child molesters. <laughs> <laughs> Were those child molesters then killed? Is that was that the connection there? Well, I've been cast four times as child molesters, and I, and I am such a pussy cat, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Bill, that reminds me that I was this this person from UCB made a pilot. She worked as a stripper and she made a pilot about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, JZT, I want you to play like strip club patron. And she's like, I wrote the role for you. I'm like, do you just think I'm a pervert? And like, I like I canceled last minute. And she was really mad about it. Yeah. And then she, I apologize. Did you cancel because she didn't want to play a strip club? I like both had to work, and then I started to be like, "Is this like a bullying thing?" And they, and is this going to humiliate me? Like, I don't want to do that. And um, really, I, 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 I regret it. Looking back, she was really mad, and I was like, "Oh, well, I just thought you were making fun of me, like everyone does." Uh, <laughs> she's like, I mean, maybe she was even. I just still don't know. Right. Now but, you got me thinking. Maybe they're making fun of me for ca- by casting me as child molesters. Maybe. I but then also maybe they're like, well, we 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 can't cast a guy who's actually a child molester because he might molest right. the children on set. But that's, Bill that's, is a sweet person, and we can say it's a compliment, now, Bill. Now I feel good again. Yeah, it's a compliment. Similar to that, around the same time, like our friend Nicole asked me to make this direct a sketch where she's like, it's like a, a phone sex parody, and she's like in her underwear, and I was like, why did you ask me to do it? She's like, because I trust you. I was like, oh, oh, okay, but he was still. <laughs> I was like, I hope that's the truth. <laughs> but but wait, what would the other what would the other reasons be? I don't know. Yeah. Or sh- I don't know. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's yeah. got to be trust, dude. 
Exactly. <laughs> We're, we have such low self-esteem through chunks of our life, don't we, That's, fellas? Yeah. All comedians do. That's true. Yeah. But uh, but, do you get you got an upcoming movie? Do you, I don't want to spoil, it, but I'm not going to ask if you kill in it. But there's killing involved in the movie. Oh, right? there's there's so much killing in it. Yeah. The body count is is incalculable. Oh, <laughs> I like that. No, no, it's it's a it's a it's called Psycho Ape. Yeah, and if you know Halloween, and who doesn't know Halloween? It's a it's a takeoff on Halloween. In Halloween, a a metal a mental patient escapes from a, a lunatic asylum, yeah. and the and the psychiatrist chases him. Yes, and uh, uh, in Psycho Ape, a a crazy gorilla escapes from the Detroit Zoo. Wow! And I'm I'm the zookeeper, and I chase him. So but you're then, yeah, you're the Loomis. You're the I'm the Loomis, except my name is Zoomis. <laughs> <laughs> well, this movie is perfectly and, pitched for me, and I love everything about it so far. This and, rule, and the and the other thing, the other thing which I think is very interesting is you know that Sam Loomis, who was the character in Halloween, From Psycho as well, though, was named after the John Gavin character in Psycho. Yeah. So that now we've come full circle because now we're doing Psycho Ape. So it's kind of like it's it's all kind of very cosmically related. Yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful, kind of poetic. If you I love it. Look oh, at wow. it. And how did you get involved with this project, Bill? Did they reach out to you, or they actually did reach out to me? They, um, uh, that's the best kind of thing where you don't have to audition. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I was, I was involved with. I've been involved with another movie, Special Needs Revolt, which hasn't been made. But, but the guy that, um, that uh, was in was the brains behind that. Uh, that. He, he, he was friendly with this other guy and, and they were doing a screening of a movie I was in a long time ago called Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD, which is a trauma film. Oh, uh, yeah. And that was being shown along with this other movie by Addison Binnick from, uh, from uh, Detroit. Mm. So I met Addison at that screening through, through another movie and uh, we roomed together at night as it turned out and we hit it off and then next thing i knew i was getting a call say i have this movie that we're, we're making and we'd love you to play this part so uh uh that's how that happened and then we filmed in new york and detroit very cool and very that was last cool. year and, and are there i i've seen uh some, some of the posters and a few shots here and it's the uh, the ape is is uh Clearly, a performer in a in a in a costume. Nothing wrong with that. But are are there actual animals in the film? Uh, there's a dog. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. His Big name is dog? Matthew. No, he's a collie. His name is Matthew, and he's wonderful. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the no, it's a real ape, by the way. It's not. It is. No, it's a real ape. <laughs> oh. 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 No, it's not. Interesting. Real. Oh, dang it! Oh, I yeah. wanted to believe, Bill. Of course you did, but I could I couldn't sustain that line. <laughs> <laughs> Bill is oh an yeah, how much man. did he weigh? How much did he weigh if he's real, huh? <laughs> That's a guy named Steve Alberts. He's really good, and the and the leading lady is a, a young woman in Can Kansas Bowling, who is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino movie. Oh, I adore, by the way, and uh, she plays one of the Manson family in that. Go ahead, Jay -Z. Darn it! I was gonna say I just got Once Upon a Time in Blue on in Hollywood on Blu-ray. And I've, got it it on, again. I, I've got it on Blu-ray. I've I've seen it now four times. Wow! Hell yeah! Yeah. Very cool. 
it's I just made another connection about uh, Psycho Ape, which is what? that Michael Myers in the first movie is credited as the shape. That's right. That's oh, right. Almost right. the ape, which is almost yeah. the ape. Right. Very cool. Yeah, it's cool. And and uh but there but there are strange things that happen in Psycho Ape that don't happen in Halloween. Like my character goes through several transmogrifications, whatever the word is. I, that's what happens to me. Well, I always <laughs> believe that the best parodies are the ones that do all the parody work and then start inventing their own things. You gotta right. use the parody as a launching pad. The the ape escapes and then starts slashing people to death with bananas <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is just the greatest do we have a time frame of uh, uh for its release by any chance or? Uh, i think it's tomorrow <laughs> Ooh. i think it's, clear it's, my it's calendar i think it's tomorrow I, 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 that's why the posters those posters yeah. Came out today. yeah well then i think we know when the squibby should go up jzt let's go oh let's, yeah let's get to go sap emergency yeah. squibby ape sap ape sap ape sap <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Well, well I yeah. am all jacked up and ready to go when it comes yeah. to watching Psycho Ape. Yeah. I also really, before, so this is a squibby. Bill is agreed to tell us some spooky stories, which is going to be great. But before we do that, if we have time for just one or two more fun Bill Whedon stories. Sure. I, I met Bill, I believe the first time in a Ryan Hunter sketch video for, I want to say like, Above average, some website that did comedy videos in the early and, and you were you were absolutely wonderful in that. Oh, thing. thank you. Yeah, I played J.J. Abrams. Hey, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Before he signed on to do Star Wars, the joke was he's making a Star Trek movie, but he really wants to make Star Wars movies. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and Bill and played like an executive, I believe. Yeah, right. I played an executive, and and the other point of that thing was that J.J. Abrams couldn't. He kept mixing them up. Because he'd done Star Wars and Star Trek, and he couldn't. Yeah. So he yes. started putting he started putting the mythology of Star Trek into Star Wars and vice versa. It was it's very funny. Yeah. And then later good. at the Annoyance Theater, I wrote like a pilot play called Welcome to My Lighthouse, in which I played a lighthouse attendant, and Bill played a character I wrote with him in mind. Yeah. Named the Captain. That, and Lee was never forget. For this, I thank of you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course. A YouTube video I made in which Bill played the ghost and Dolores, who is <laughs> on camera now. <laughs> Bill's wife, she's the best, too. They what an entrance. Ghosts. Yeah. I believe I originally asked Bill to be one of the men in a, a choir robe singing to my the woman I slept with. Did you and really? Then, I, I, and I then I think it was something that you're like, oh, I can only really be there for an hour. I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to work, but... I'll work you in. How about you play the ghost of my dad? <laughs> Is said, that what happened? I forgot I think that. so, yeah. yeah. yeah I and then you're like, idea. can Dolores be in it too? I'm like, sure. Ghost of my parents. <laughs> the script writes itself. <laughs> you got to be flexible in this game. It's, it's very funny. It's very funny. Oh, yeah. Glorious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on now. And then, yeah, too, recently, oh, wow. connecting you to Fesh, uh, Fesh runs Extremely Serious Wrestling, a, a comedy wrestling show. You really? Play, yeah. yeah. Did you know my daughter works at World Wrestling Entertainment? That's what no. she does. That's what she does for a living. Oh, wow. As a, as a writer? As a... No, as a, as an... It's, I, I can never describe it. She's a digital librarian. She, oh, cool. She, yeah. She, 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 she's in charge of trafficking, of, of, you know, the moving... I don't... I, she, she can... I have, she can... Yeah, I have, a, I have a friend who I believe is also in the same department uh, who I used to oh, work really? with at a movie theater. But yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, she's it's a good it's a really good job, and she's moving up in the ranks. So that's very good. cool. Oh, yeah. fantastic! 
So what do you do, Fish? What, what, what? <laughs> uh, I I run the the monthly uh, wrestling show. Uh, uh, that it's, it's a comedic wrestling show run in. Uh, Currently on hiatus, obviously, but it was run over New York City. We did shows uh, in Brooklyn, yeah. shows in Manhattan. Started off and, uh, in much more in Brooklyn, then yes. moved to the Pit Loft, then uh, Alchemic Studios, which is yes. always, which is going a chemical, yeah, yeah. A-, a chemical, yeah, which also had like Zumba classes on the second floor. That's true. So I was like, <laughs> when I was doing the show, I like went up to change, and then just the Zumba class, and then yeah. I came out looking like a murderer psychopath, and yeah. people were just like. <gasps> What is happening? But <laughs> talk about like yeah, like a villain showing up in like a yeah. crazy costume. People, what costume were you? In? That was uh, Jar Jar Banks, gotcha. but in the style of the Fiend. Yes. So. Gotcha. Uh, Pesh, is there is there a chance of you sending me some of the stuff that you do? I, I mean, is it is it online or something? Or what? Yeah, but Bill, the reason we're talking about it is because you, you've done the show before. <laughs> I've done I could send you a video of you doing the show. <laughs> I've done what show? What about what show have I done? You did one off. You did a one-off appearance on a show where you fought a giant Christmas tree. Do you yeah. remember this at all? God, I've done so many things. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Yes. Was that one of the uh, child molesters? No. Uh, no. <laughs> that, was a, that was a tree molester. <laughs> I guess you never know in wrestling. It could always be revealed. Anthony Flyerbud was a oh child molester, so we God. had to delete the video. No, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> Anthony Flyerbud Young is a true hero. Yes, he. Uh, but yeah, it was one of my favorite moments. Uh, you, you, you totally showed up. You were way more professional than everybody there, including myself. And because uh, I had lost your costume on the way there, and we had to jerry rig something together. God, it's so the bad, and every time I think about get. it, my heart drops. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. But you crushed it, and it's one of the videos that I send to people when they are like, "What's the show?" I'm like, "Check this out. If you don't, if you like this, you're gonna like the show." Oh, please send it to me because I'd course. love to see it. <laughs> I think it was also cool. It speaks to what's so good about XSW is it, XSW is kind of the spiritual successor to this other UCB wrestling show that could oh. have a reputation for being like, well, it's very aggressive and tough. So if you're not like down to fight, like it's not safe. But then XSW is great. It's like I mean, there there can be some of that. Like some people are actual wrestlers doing comedic stuff. But then it's also like, well, if you're just like not down to fight, like we can yeah. work around it. You know, it's all, it's want, comedy first. You know, I want any but literally anybody to be able to be involved if they can. Like just I don't. There's no limitations on on what to bring you into the fold on that one. Oh, wow. Absolutely. And if if your daughter would like to step out from behind the digital library and enter yeah, I mean, the squared we, circle. She, but, she she might be up for that. Okay, very cool. I mean, we could also use the digital librarian. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a great WrestleMania T-shirt from her. Ooh, Ooh. from yeah. this year or from? No, it's it two years ago. Oh, okay. It's it's, it's now a collector's item. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> the producer scare says we've talked enough about the past. It's time to get in Whoa. to the stories. Yes. Right. Okay. Good. I got them right here. Let's hear All right. So now, because in? I now this is we're, Scoobies are new for us, so we're we're you know we're always changing and flowing. But are new. Because, I, I I thought Scoobies were like your 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 stock and trade. No, <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> Soon though, I feel like Scoobies are gonna take off really big for us. We're gonna yeah. be like, oh, we don't even have time to do reviews of movies because we're so busy with the spooky stories. That's yeah, right. I guess. But yeah. because it's because in in, in conjunction with Psycho Ape. I picked some scary animal stories. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bill, with no further ado, let's start with the first one. Oh, and I guess we should ask you if you have a preference 
do you mind if we pause and ask you questions during the story or do you want to do you want to just read the whole story continuous do what feels good hell all right yeah. hell yeah hell yeah i'm down with it okay shall we start yes, yes please one santino the rock throwing chimp despite what planet of the apes might lead you to think chimpanzees are pretty devious monsters they make weapons, cannibalize each other, and declare war on rival groups. In other words, they're a lot like people. And like many people, some chimps don't appreciate being stared at. Take Santino, for example. This ultra-aggressive ape lives in Sweden's Furevik Zoo. And whenever guests show up at his exhibit, he begins hurling rocks in their direction. Fortunately, the crowds are protected by a five-foot-tall fence, a 30-foot gap, and a watery moat. Still, Santino is the primate version of Randy Johnson. <laughs> yeah, whoever that is. And he occasionally wings a guest or two. <laughs> so I, I know it's not a wrestler, right? Or something like that. Oh, right? it's a pitcher. He's a, he's a baseball oh, pitcher. Oh, oh. He accidentally killed no. a bird one time. He, he pitched the ball and a bird flew right in his trajectory and he killed it. Oh, I think I heard that. What, what, what team does he play for? Marlins, I want to say. Who? The uh, I forget what city, but uh, 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 the Marlins in Florida. Marlins. Okay, whatever. And he occasionally <laughs> he occasionally wings <laughs> he occasionally wings a guest or two. But his rock throwing his rock throwing skills aren't what makes Santino super scary. Instead, it's his unsettling ability to plan ahead. In 2009, researchers revealed that Santino woke up each morning to fish stones out of his moat surround his enclosure. He would then build little rock piles near the water and wait for guests to arrive. Then at around 11 a.m. each day, he'd grab the stockpiled stones and start chunking them at the nearest crowd, the nearby crowd, the nearby nearest crowd. While guests were traumatized and occasionally bruised by Santino's aggression, researchers were shocked at his ability to map out attacks in advance. They also noted that Santino was trying to upgrade his weaponry by making throwing discs out of concrete in his enclosure. Hoping Santino would chill out a bit, zookeepers castrated the chimp. Whoa. Castrated, that's it, you heard it right. Okay. They, they castrated the chimp. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. But that doesn't seem to have stopped him. In 2012, researchers noted that Santino was now hiding his rocks under logs and piles of hay hoping to fool guests into dropping their guard before launching a sneak attack. To be fair, it's us, and I agree, castration wouldn't make us very happy either. No? The end. The end. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> scary! Scary! That was right. a scary quick bite. It was very scary. Can you get some more? Uh, JZD, once again, I'm a little worried. Should we credit the person who wrote it, or...? I yes, that's a that's a very good. This is this comes from a website, mm. and so you know it's it's out there on the webs. The website so. is called. That's right. Oh, I have it before. I I, I I didn't copy it. Nah. I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. It's okay. <laughs> Unless you look it up. <laughs> oh, we can put I'll it in the show it. notes. We'll put it in the show notes. That's the thing. You gotta you gotta have show notes. But oh, Randy yeah. Johnson, that's right. Randy Johnson, a pitcher, right? I did look up that. He played for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, uh, yeah. I knew it was a team I played for as a little league. It was one of the names of the teams of one of my little league. I played for the who Marlins the, and the Diamondbacks. What the fuck are the Marlins? <laughs> Mar, Mar, the Marlins, the, the swordfish. Oh, Marlins. <laughs> 
Not the not the Robert Zemeckis based football team, the Marlins. He said, he said the Marlins. <laughs> oh, the 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 Arizona welcome to the Marlins. That's a good baseball yeah. team. When Robert Zemeckis finally decides to branch out into baseball, yeah. that's a good idea. His po- his hockey team, the Polar Express, of course. Oh yeah. Wow. Whenever you're ready for story number two. Let's go. And these stories are courtesy of grunge.com. Grunge.com. All right. Let's take it away, Bill, with the next story. Goo goo the biting ponder. (laughs) All right. I'm liking where this is going. Pronounced panda. Goo goo the biting panda. Panda. Pandas are often described is cute and cuddly and while they certainly look like adorable fuzzballs they don't really like it when people try to give them hugs moving along <laughs> consummate professional i beg your pardon i said consummate professional not a professional absolutely you work it in you know they don't like it when people give them hugs just to recap okay that's especially true for gugu the male panda who spends his day his days at the beijing zoo in 2006, a 35-year-old drunk tourist wondered what it would be like to pet a panda. So he jumped into Gugu's pen to give his fur a tassel. Of course, when Gugu spotted the intruder, he took a big old bite out of both the guy's legs. The intruder retaliated by biting Gugu on the back, but he didn't do much damage because mm, Gugu is a bear. <laughs> well, that's a pretty comical story. <laughs> It's hilarious. Oh, well, that's a, it says it. So I, that's a pretty comical story. Uh, things got a bit scarier in 2007 when a 15-year-old scrambled down into Gugu's cage. Just like before, the 240-pound bear went after the boy's legs. But this time, the bites were so deep that you could see the kid's bones. <gasps> Not the bones. Fortunately, after three minutes of terror, zookeepers were able to call Gugu off. Hey, this, this isn't much of a, a slasher movie. <laughs> I guess not. Maybe it's building. Is it building or? I don't know. I, I, it was. It's pretty good with the bones part, but then. Yeah, that bone part. Rocked. The bone part was great. <laughs> okay. Shockingly, Google went on the attack yet again just a few years later. In 2009, in 2009, a 28-year-old dad was playing catch with his son, tossing a bandit, tossing a panda doll back and forth. During their game, the father accidentally tumbled into Gugu's pen. By this point, the panda had his attack strategy down to a science, and it did some pretty serious damage to, you guessed it, the man's legs. <gasps> Luckily, all three victims survived their close encounters, and Gugu was unpunished for his actions. Come on, JZT, you said these were scary stories. They're as scary yes. as a i realize i'm in this weird position where i don't want i i don't want to be surprised i want to be surprised by the stories but i have to read them to know if they're scary or not damn being in charge is like man you gotta you can't be a kid forever you gotta be an adult you're right i gotta i gotta man up and read the stories and figure out if they're scary or not i'm sorry bill i'm sorry fesh let me let me repeat that last sentence again just to rub it in luckily all three victims survived their close encounter (laughs) And Gugu was unpunished for his actions. 
This right. panda is just killing, is attacking people, but the people aren't dying, and panda just gets what? A slap on the wrist? A timeout? Doesn't even seem like any of that. Seems like nothing. Seems like nothing. Let's let's hope for the best or the worst Santino in got story three. castrated. Why isn't Gugu? Are yeah. we ready for story three? Oh, that's the end of the... Go- Wait, Gugu literally it. just that's did get him... the end of the Gugu story. That's oh. it. Everybody survived, and he was castrate. Like, hashtag castrate goo goo. Scary story number two. Another wash. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully the third one really brings it home. Hopefully this is going to bring it home. I had to look up a pronunciation for this. Sharon Stone's husband is named Phil B R O N S T E I N. Now I had to look it up to find out how it was. Bronstein or Bronstein? Uh, yeah, it happens okay. to be, what, believe it or not, Bronstein. Oh, okay. So here we go. In 2001, uh, the uh, the name of the story is The Komodo Dragon That Attacked Sharon Stone's Husband. Good title. Good title. (laughs) I'm listening. Promising title. In 2001, actress Sharon Stone wanted to give her then-husband, Phil Bronstein, editor for the San Francisco Chronicle, the surprise of his life. Bronstein had always wanted to see a Komodo dragon up close. So the actress arranged a private tour of the Los Angeles Zoo. Once the couple arrived, Bronstein was escorted into the dragon's pen, where he was introduced to a seven-foot-long lizard named Como. Real, real, uh, real, real. Como the Komodo. It's it's a Komodo dragon. They named him Como. That's like naming a a terrier Terry. Yeah, maybe I would. I think it'd be pretty cool if Andrew Cuomo was the owner of the Komodo dragon. <laughs> Como's Cuomo's Como Komodo dragon. But that would that would be fun. <laughs> Before stepping inside the enclosure, Bronstein was required to remove his white shoes, so the lizard wouldn't mistake them for his daily meal of white mice. Mm. Unfortunately, the dragon still thought Bronstein looked pretty tasty, and it latched onto the editor's foot. Thinking on his well feet. <laughs> <laughs> Humor there. <laughs> Bronstein allegedly pinned the lizard's head by stepping down hard on the ground. But that didn't stop the dragon from thrashing back and forth, ripping off the top of Bronstein's foot and severely damaging the man's toe. Now we're getting somewhere. Right? <laughs> yeah. Kill him. Kill him, Coma. Kill, him. Kill, Kill him. Sharon Stone's what, husband. What happened next is. Uh, up for debate. <laughs> this is exactly what we want in a scary story. <laughs> <that's> up for debate. <laughs> what happened next is up for debate. Bronstein claims he pried the dragon off, while the zookeeper says he forced Como to let the man go. Either way, Bronstein dragged himself out the feeding door, although the lizard took a few swipes at the doctor at the editors at the editor's back before escaping the pen. Once Bronstein was outside, Stone went into action. That would be Sharon turning a sock into a tourniquet to stop the bleeding. Bronstein was rushed to the hospital where doctors got busy reattaching tendons and trying to save the, the editor's toe. At the time, people were also worried about the dragon's saliva, thinking it was full of dangerous bacteria. Well, research. <laughs> That's not, yeah, I'd be concerned too. Here we go again. No spoiler alert. <laughs> Well, research has since disproved that theory that the saliva was toxic. Komodo dragons are venomous, so Bronstein had to deal with deadly toxins, even though 
No one knew it at the time. Mm. Here we go. Fortunately, Bronstein made it through the incident, decided not to press charges against the zoo, hmm. and it's probably safe to assume he never tried getting close to another promoted dragon again. The end. Another beautifully uh, innocuous, vacuous, uh, yeah. non-threatening story. But then what if it we put, uh, it was like, instead of the end, it went, and then Como is still out there, <laughs> escaped, and is still out there, and could get you. Uh, it, it could have ended at least. Yeah. And Sharon Stone and Phil Bronstein got divorced, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Uh, isn't that just the scariest thing possible? You try and do a nice thing for your spouse, surprise them, and then they get attacked, and then they divorce you. Ugh. No thanks. Ow. Yeah. Miss me with that. Yeah, there, I mm-hmm. think you divorced him, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't know how that happened. And that went down. But is that yes. is this, so? Wait, is that one a true story? Is this ripped from the headlines? This is ripped from they're the all, headlines. They're all true, I think. All, all oh the, wow! These stories are true. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That, that's that's the that's why they end happily because they're true stories. If they were fictional, they'd probably end with right. a, lot of, a lot of gore and death. But yeah, no, not the way it happens. Ah, well, yeah, not enough gore and death in this world, huh? Not enough gore and death in this world. No, we live in a boring world. <laughs> With Donald Trump as president, we don't need gore and death. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. Very. Well, we, fair. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's the only thing that there's not much to a little of. Exactly, that's, that's Bill. Exactly. Bill gets exactly. it. Yep. Not for just for some, but for everyone. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Some people don't want to admit that, but I I think that's true. Well, that there's your stories for the week. All right. Thank you so much, Bill. Well, Bill thank often, you so much. How often do you do the squibbies, or this thing? It's seeming like uh, every three weeks seems to be oh, the good. trend. Yeah. yeah. When will this be? Oh, oh yeah. Now, what, we're going to try to get this up. Ape SAP. Ape SAP, yeah. Maybe tomorrow or Sunday we'll have it out. This sounds extremely complicated. I'm recording it here, but you mm-hmm. actually, and then I send it to you? Yeah, just your audio. You record it and email it like Dropbox or Drive or however, and then I'll edit it all together. It okay. takes it, it takes like a, like a couple, like a half hour to sync it all up, and then yeah. boom, it's out there on the internet. How, how do I record? How, how am I recording it? Is it recording just automatically? It is. Yeah, it's recording automatically through the computer. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh yeah. So I, I I do have it then. Great. So we're all set. You don't even need to send it. He's already got it. Oh, oh yeah, you have, it, you have it already. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. This records all of our dialogue and then oh. Oh, the mics okay. as well. Yeah. So. All right. Not hey, Dolores is all dressed up now. She's got a denim jacket on and everything. Wild. <laughs> What's up, Dolores? Hi. My son moved up to Ver- to Vermont to a farmhouse he has up there, and uh, his wife uh, posted that the house is haunted. <gasps> So that's oh just my! Good. Let's keep an eye on that. Uh-huh. Yes, maybe we'll have to do an uh, investigation. We'll check back report. in then. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> or yeah, be careful, guys. If you're gonna go visit, please be careful. We don't need no ghosts messing 
So do we the, say bye bye now, or what do we do? I think yeah, we say we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Bill, Dolores, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Thank you, Scaredy so Cats. Thank you for listening. Check out uh, Psycho Ape. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. No, you, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's really it's great and funny, and I, I think and, and uh, maybe a little gory and scary too. Ooh. And I'm in it. I'm in wow. it. Dolores too. Heck he, yeah. On the Staten Island ferry. Look wow. closely. For, <laughs> you know, for someone sitting in one of the. Um, Seats in the back. Right. Can't <laughs> wait. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> well, Bill Dolores, everyone, thank you again. Kid Cinema, thank you for being my ward and sidekick. You so got it. You guys, that was fun. Yeah, yeah it's fun. You. All right. Thank you, everyone. And with that, we love we you. We love you. Bye. Telling the truth can be dangerous business. Lying and podcasting go hand in hand. If you admit you were scared of a movie, then I was scared too, could be your jam.